The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I always have such great guests on VoiceAmerica.com. And, you know, folks, I'm going into my, I'm in my 13th year. Started in 2002 on VoiceAmerica.com. One of the one of the oldies but goodies, and I'm very excited because it's a, it's a wonderful place to be. And you should listen to many of the shows here on this network. All right. I am interviewing right now Sharon Lipinski, who is the donation defender and a generosity expert. She's a nationwide expert on giving circles, a speaker, and a military wife. She founded Change Gangs, virtual giving circles to close the gap between the size of your wallet and the size of the impact you can make on causes that you care about most. And we're talking about the generosity dilemma. Do you give too much? Do you not give enough? Or do you give to the wrong people? This is very exciting. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, this is really important information. So here are some fun facts. 95.4% of households give to charity. Last year, Americans donated $335 billion dollars. 64.5 million Americans volunteered 7.9 billion hours worth $175 billion in 2012. The United States ranks 17th among the world's happiest countries. Only one in three are very happy. And 77% of us in this country regularly experience physical symptoms caused by stress. Very interesting. Well, my first question out of the box is how did you create this very unique concept? Well, with the giving circles, uh, so, you know, by nature, this is kind of, you know, my dirty little secret is that I'm a generosity expert who by default is a selfish person. And even though my mom was this incredibly generous person, and really time and again, she just modeled for me everyday acts of kindness and generosity, I grew up not living up to her example. And then one day, a man I hardly knew helped me realize that I just wasn't giving as much as I could and not as nearly as much as I wanted to. And I was kind of, you know, at one of those points in my life where, like, I didn't know what to do, where to do next. I was just stuck. And I got this idea that sitting in a house alone, looking out and contemplating over a stormy ocean was going to be just the ticket for me. And I rented a house on the coast of Oregon for the entire month of November. And while I was there, my dogs and I, we would walk down the hill and past the corner convenience store and chat with the older man who was living there as a caretaker. And the store was closed because there just aren't enough tourists in November to justify keeping it open. So he was always alone. And we would chat for a few minutes, and I continued on my way. And I knew 
that he was going to be alone for Thanksgiving. And nervously, I invited him to spend Thanksgiving with me at a Chinese restaurant. And remember that I am by nature a selfish person. And I wanted him to say no. I wanted to feel good about asking, but I didn't actually want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And But he didn't. He said yes. So I picked him wow. up and we drive into town and we shared plates of sesame chicken and beef with broccoli while he talked about his kids. And when I looked across the table, I didn't see a stranger. I saw a father who was proud mm. of his kids. And I saw a man who regretted his past. And I saw a human being who very rarely had somebody to talk to, who, who cared about him, what was important to him. And that was the moment that I became committed to giving I finally got it. You know, it really is those small, everyday acts of generosity that make life worth living. And I wanted to figure out how I could be more generous on a daily basis and just live up to the example that my mom set for me. Wow. So what that taught you, what, what kind of gift do you feel you got from doing that? I got the gift of making somebody feel special. Everybody yeah. wants to feel important, I think. Um, and I think he felt important. And that touched me more than anything else, right? I mean, this is, dinner was $20. It was a little thing. It was two hours of my time. Um, and I like to think that that meant a lot to him. It seemed to mean a lot to him at the time. And, and for me personally, it transformed me. And I, that's one of the beautiful things about generosity is, is you know, when you're giving to others, it, it transforms your own life at the same time. Okay, so here's a question for you. What do you say to people who say this to you? Sharon, I'm generous and I really want to give. And I am. I'm giving 25 or 50 or 100 or whatever it is. It's really tight for me, and I'm not sure that I should do this, but I really want to because it'll make me feel good. What do you say to them? Well, you know, you have to be cautious when it comes to how much you give. And and many people don't realize that generosity isn't always about other people. When we hear that word, we think, oh, we got to give to others. We have to support, you know, charities with our time and our money. And, And yes, that's true, but... You also have to be generous to yourself, and you have to take care of your physical, emotional, spiritual health because you're the foundation from which you give, and that needs to be solid. When you're healthy, when you're happy, you can give to others more. And, and so when people say it's tough for me, then I would want to make sure that they're not giving too much, that they're not sacrificing their own well-being, or if it's just a budgeting issue. You know, it could work both ways, but, you know, really do look at that and make sure that you're not sacrificing your own well-being to give to others. Yeah, very important. So what... What is your advice then? Because I think the questions in the beginning are very important. Am I giving too much? Am I not giving enough? And am I giving to the wrong people? Mm-hmm. How do you know? How do you know? Is it, is it kind of a calculated thing or is it intuitive? Is it a heart thing or is it a little of both? Well, one of the ways you can know is by how you're feeling. So if you're always exhausted something out of, is out of balance. If you're lonely, 
something is out of balance. You can think of it like a three-legged stool. So one leg is you being generous with yourself. And so you're taking care of yourself physically. You're exercising. You're eating right. You're getting enough sleep, right? So all those things that take care of you, finding time for prayer and meditation. And then another leg is being generous with other people and helping to improve other people's physical, mental, spiritual needs. And then the third leg is actually giving to the world and working to solve problems at their roots. But, you know, what happens when that stool gets out of balance? Let's say you're giving too much to others, right? You've got a person in your life who's a taker, and they take more from you than they ever plan on giving back. Uh, Or you're not getting enough sleep. I mean, you know, how are you going to feel? You might, you know, get burned out, angry, you might get sick. But, you know, on the other hand, if you're giving too much to yourself and not enough to the world, you know, you start to ask questions like, well, what am I doing with my life? Is this all there is? Does it matter? You know, those kind of meaning and significance questions, that's when you know you're out of balance when it comes to giving to others and giving to the world. Mm. So it's, it's, it's intuitive as well. Intuitive as well. All right, we've got three minutes. People need to trust themselves and go in and kind of put on their detective hats and figure out, you know, what's going on with my life. Uh, So, you know, let's say, for example, you're tired all the time. Um, You might say, okay, I need to get more sleep. And if you're, you know, a parent of three children, you might be thinking, you know, that's just, that's not going to happen. But did you know that studies show that grateful people get more hours of sleep every night, they spend less time awake, and they feel more refreshed upon awakening? So maybe the key to actually being more physically healthy is to spend some more time in gratitude. And that's why I focus on seven gratitude habits. And these build on and reinforce the other so you can really find that balance that, you know, in today's busy world can be really hard to find. Mm, So true. All right, we're going to take a break, but I'm going to ask you uh, one other question first, and that is, and and I know you're going to say it depends, but (laughs) how do you know, Sharon, when it's better to give time or to give money? Well, that's a great question because some people say time is more important than money, and I say they're both important because they do different things for you. So just imagine this feeling. You have a neighbor who knocks on your door, and they ask you to help you move, him move this weekend. And you might be the sort of person who's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll come over and I'll help you move. Or you might groan and go like, oh, I don't want to do it. But just notice how you feel when somebody asks you for your time. Now, instead, that same neighbor knocks on your door and says, hey, can I get 50 bucks to make it until next payday? And you're going to notice that that feels different. Like, you know, my chest will get a little bit tight, and I'm like, oh, you you want money for me? You know, because, you know, money is strange, and it does strange things to us. And, And giving that money away can help you recognize that money is a tool, and it's used to provide and support for the things that you love. And that money, it doesn't actually define who you are, your actions define who you are um, and how you use your money is an action that defines you so yeah. give money um, because it's good for you but give time because you can make a connection with another person that you know you just can't do any other way so you have to give both yeah. very good and again you have to figure that out because as you said you know if you're giving too much time that's that is worth the money so you have to look at that yeah, if you have more money than time, give more money. If you have more time than money, give more time. Just try and give a little bit of both. 
All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to Sharon Lipinski. She is the donation defender and generosity expert. She's a nationwide expert on giving circles, a speaker, and military wife. And she founded Change Gangs, virtual giving circles to close the gap between the size of your wallet and the size of the impact you can make on causes you care most about. Log on to SharonLipinski.com. Stay tuned. There's more with Sharon right after the break right here on VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health, all kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Sharon Lipinski, and she is the generosity expert. She's the donation defender and nationwide expert on giving circles. She founded Change Gangs, virtual giving circles to close the gap between the size of your wallet and the size of the impact that you make on causes that you care most about. Log on to SharonLipinski.com or email her, Sharon at SharonLipinski.com. Welcome back, Sharon. Okay. Good. Let's talk about the seven generosity habits. All right. So physical health mindfulness, connecting with others, connecting with yourself, simplicity, gratitude, and philanthropy. Mm. And these are all connected, and they kind of build on each other and help keep you in balance. So um, when you just make a habit of doing those things, your life is going to just naturally unfold as a life that is, you know, good for you and good for others. Because like we've mentioned before, especially women, we do so much for others at the at sacrificing our own well-being, and, and it is important, just as important to take care of you, and that's why we focus on making those seven actions a habit. Mm. 
All right. I think what I'd like to do is say those again slower. And okay. maybe you can give an example of each sure. one as you go along because I think, um, I think that would be great for our listeners. Okay. So habit one is physical health. And that's all those things about, you know, eating right, exercising. And then there's mindfulness. So practices that lessen your anxiety and your stress, increase your sense of peace. Connecting with others, because that's where we find meaning. But connecting with ourselves as well so that we know who we are and what we want out of life. Practicing gratitude so that we know what we have. And simplicity so that we can focus on what's important to us, and philanthropy is giving time and money to causes that we care about. And the reason why it's important to make these a habit is because, you know, you don't need me to tell you to exercise and eat right, right? I mean, we all know that. We all know that there's all these things that we should do, and yet we don't do that. And our to-do list just grows longer and longer, and the guilt, it gets heavier and heavier, and that can actually work against getting things done. I don't know, Patricia, if you've ever had that experience where the longer you thought about something, the harder it was to do. Mm. Sure. Right. Yeah, I, I also find too, and I think this is important that the good news about this is that once you've developed a habit, when you then get away from it and go off it, you have to get back on it because your body is not happy. So it once you ingrain or or like retrain yourself, then it's easier to stay on it. Exactly. And, and one of the mistakes that people make about habits is they think it's about willpower. You know, and people feel guilty when they're not getting to the gym and they blame it on their character. But it's not about willpower at all. It's about understanding your brain and how your brain functions. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are three parts to any habit. There's the trigger, the act, and the reward. And so the, the trigger is, is something that will gives you a cue like, oh, it's time to start this, right? It's time to start making my morning cup of coffee. And then the action, making your cup of coffee. And then the reward is, ooh, that, you know, shot of caffeine. That feels good. And when you know for yourself what your triggers are and what rewards work for you, you can use that to break bad habits and create new good habits. And like you said, when you've got those new good habits going, you miss it when you don't do it because you're craving that reward. And that's the key is really just making those behaviors into a habit with practice, with consistent practice. That's really good. I want to go over these again because I think I missed one. We said physical health, mm-hmm. mind, mindfulness. Correct. Connecting with others. Yep. Gratitude. Connecting with yourself. Okay, that's the other one. Gratitude, simplicity, and philanthropy. Correct. Yeah, very good. So you, you're separating those two. Connecting with yourself and connecting with others. Yeah, because well, they're different skills. All it right, can be now, easier for some people to connect with, with others than to connect with themselves. All right, let's talk about um, the giving circles. But before we do, I do want to ask you something. You know, sometimes you will donate to a charity that you think is really a strong charity. And once in a while, there may be people out there that aren't honest or that are con artists. For example, the Paralyzed Veterans of America or the Paralyzed American Veterans. One is a, con- one is a congressional appointed charity, but one was founded by a con artist serving time for fraud. How do you know? How can you tell? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And and sometimes you can't tell, but sometimes if you just did a little bit of work before you gave, you'd figure it out. And and one of the mistakes that that we make is that we tend to be reactive givers. We wait until we're asked and then we're like, "Okay, you know, because we don't really have the time and the energy to figure it out. We we don't know where to look, what to look for, and we want to we want to do good, we want to help, and so we say yes. Um, and and when you have a, a donation plan, when you know what's important to you as a giver, the kind of causes that you want to support, the kind of change that you want to see happen with your donation, then you become a proactive giver and you look for charities that line up with that, and you're going to more likely find the better charities because you're out looking instead of reacting. Does that make sense? But how do you distinguish between those two charities? They sound so much alike. Yes, yeah, so there are some wonderful online resources for you to check out. Uh, there is Charity Navigator. There's GiveWell, GuideStar. These are all wonderful places. And then also, um, if you go to my website, changegangs.com, you can download. Um, I have two resources. You can download the three warning signs that will tell you if something's a scam. And also, we have a guide on there on how to research charities. So you, and you can use this to look for your uh, local, small local charity, or to look at a large multinational charity because all of the online resources, they're a great place to start, but they're all doing something a little differently. So you want to kind of use them in conjunction with each other, um, and that's what our guide is really good at is, is guiding you through that process to come up with your own answers. All right. Uh, let's spend a couple of minutes before, because we have two minutes left, on uh, giving circles. Yes. Well, if I'm talking about, you know, doing all this researching, your listeners might be thinking, oh, great, well, when do I have time to do that? Well, don't do it alone. So a giving circle is a donation team. It's a group of people who care about the same thing that you care about. And you pool your donations, and it can be time and or money, and you give it together. And together you look for those charities, you research those charities so that you can direct your donations to where they're going to make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. So instead of donating $20, you're donating $1,000. And you're making sure that it's not going to the one that's going to rip you off and it's going to the one right. that's really going to make a powerful difference with it. So they're donation teams and they're wonderful. There's about 800 giving circles across the United States together that donate about $100 million a year. So anybody can start a giving circle around any cause that they care about. Is this like uh, GoFundMe? Would it be that kind of thing? Is that a giving circle? Well, I suppose it could be a giving circle, but it's more likely that you have a group of people in your community and you all want to make sure, let's say, that the children in your area who are starting school have all of the supplies they need. And together, you each throw $50 into the pot and you can go to the store and you buy a whole bunch of school supplies and you disperse them. So it's more uh, directly around a particular cause um, and a group of people who care about making sure it happens. That's beautiful. All right, we've got one minute left. So closing thoughts, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? 
Well, I guess I'll leave you with my favorite tip for donate or for researching a charity, which is call them. You know, when you look online, what you're looking at are very carefully manicured uh, impressions that they want you to walk away from. When you call a charity, you'll find out all kinds of things that you know you can't find out on a website. So I, it's one of my favorite tips for getting a better feel on is this the kind of charity that I want to support, and just give them a call. Thank you so much for being on the program. Really oh, appreciate pleasure. it. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, and remember Sharon Lipinski, and uh, she is the head of, I would say, she's a donation defender, generosity expert, and expert on giving circles. She found virtual giving circles. Log on to SharonLipinski.com. Write to her, Sharon, at SharonLipinski.com. Folks, that wraps up Positive Living by Patricia Raskin for this week. We'll be with you every week. Check out my website, PatriciaRaskin.com. Recently received an award. It's all on my website, homepage, PatriciaRaskin.com, with my acceptance speech and many other things. Would love to hear from you. Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Would love to put you on my newsletter list. So do write to me. All right. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.